Whistleblower Report, exposing lies, deceptions, and all that has assaulted our way of life. We must take back our freedom and live as God designed in a free America that honors our Constitution and our Creator. Our experts in medicine, ministry, law, military, environment, and education empower us to grow together as a nation. For such a time as this, the Whistleblower Report offers truth and solutions. Welcome to the Whistleblower Report. This is Inside Pharma with your international host, Hedley Reese and Dr. Lee for America. And we are here with a guest from Portugal, Dr. Marta da Silva Gamero, who is a firebrand dentist who has taken on the establishment in Portugal. She has absolutely um, done, moved mountains in Portugal to stop the COVID vaccination, to help lead an initiative to stop the pandemic treaty, and has created a, a new petition for an actual national referendum on about Portugal's going into the international pandemic treaty being pushed on the world by the World Health Organization, which would lead to global tyranny as we've been discussing. And she defended that effort in parliament in February. And then she has, since 2022, she has organized the International Congress on Pandemic Management and last year organized an international congress on mental health and the pandemic propaganda what an amazing woman and just absolutely moving mountains in portugal both of these international events were attended by portuguese and foreign specialists in mental health advertising public health vaccines law and I'm sure there were physicians and dentists at all of those events. Between 2021 and 2022, she did more than 80 interviews with public health experts, doctors, journalists, lawyers, all of whom were against the COVID narrative. This shows you, as we have been talking about, the power of one, what one person can do to stand against tyranny. Let Dr. Marta da Silva's Gamero's example be a lesson to all of us and an inspiration to all of us that one person can make a difference. There's no excuse for sitting on the couch saying, well, I'm just one person, I can't do anything because Actually, in the end game, it is only one person at a time that stands against tyranny and leads others. Just as Jesus' ministry did in his day, each of us 
can be a disciple for truth and for helping to save human lives against this onslaught of evil. So I'd like um, Hedley Reese, our inside pharma expert, who's doing this weekly show with me every week. Hedley has been actually working with Dr. Marta Gamero for some time and knows her well. So Hedley, I'd like for you to tell us more about your work with Dr. Gamero and then we'll bring her in to uh, tell us more about her story. I'm really glad that you've introduced her to the American audience and all of those in other countries that listen to our whistleblower reports. And let me say at the beginning, Dr. Gamero said to me, I apologize for my English. I sometimes forget the word. And I said, well, just remember, your English is a lot better than my Portuguese, which is absolutely zero. So we welcome her courageous stand and we welcome her speaking in English as her second language. So thank you for being with us. Hedley, take it away. Yes, uh, Dr. Lee, I can only endorse your words there. I'll just give you a little bit of background. Early in the um, COVID, um, I won't call it the pandemic, whatever you want to call it, uh, Dr. Marta contacted me and said, do you mind if I interview you on the manufacturing and drug development side and the contraventions of regulations, et cetera? And I really enjoyed the interview. And at the end, she said, oh, I'm going to organize a conference in Portugal and bring all these people in and we're going to discuss these things and we're going to come up with ideas and solutions. And I thought to myself, oh, gosh, how are you going to do that? You, she didn't have any money. So <laughs> she raised the money. And how she did it, I, I do not know. But she's just gone from strength to strength. And I just want you to, I wouldn't interfere with Dr. Marta's uh, account of things here. Uh, so I'll hand it over to uh, Dr. Marta to explain uh, some of the things Particularly, I'd be particularly interested in what you're doing with Parliament and the um, the, the, the the WHO treaty, etc. Well, welcome, so, Dr. Dr. Marta, and please go ahead and tell us about all that you've been doing in Portugal. And you know, I want to say I was reading in my devotional this morning about the the fact that. When God calls us to do something, we may not always feel that we have the resources or that we're prepared, but when we position ourselves to answer the call to serve him and serve humanity as you did, he strengthens us. And it sounds like that's what you may have experienced. I, I view it through the lens of my faith, but as as Headley just said, you just seem to be getting stronger and stronger. So I would I would say that's probably God's power helping you. But you take it away and tell us your your story of how you came to do all of this. So hi to all our listeners. So I don't know if the God straight. I'm a, a, a Catholic uh, education, a very Catholic education. I don't know if it was that, but back in I, I 
I, in fact, in 2020, I absolutely disagree with what happening with the first lockdown. As a doctor, as a person, as a, as a human being, all of what's happening, I didn't understand. None of that make uh, any sense to me because I'm, I'm reading what happened with the chip diamond princess i read some of the things of the epidemiologists like john johannes at saying about that so when the first lockdown came uh my first thought they are reacting in panic they are responding to the panic none of this is actual scientific thing the china is a dictatorial country they are reacting in panic. So I did, didn't agree with that. I joined with the months that follow. I joined to a group of doctors called uh, the translations to Portuguese will be Medics Verdade Doctors for the Truth Portugal. And we decided to make this group and start talking something against what's happening back in August 2020. I, I eventually I, I, I exit the group because some things we have are our temper. So I exit the group, but I still uh, continue my activism uh, by myself. Uh, I, I'm a working mother. I, I have a single mother. I have two kids. I work six days a week. So I, I don't have much time to go to rallies, to go to, to join to meetings, international meetings. But I do my, my share. I, I read a lot. I, composite, I am a compulsion. I, I read a lot, a lot of books about many, many themes. So I read. I joined with a group called Panda, Pandata, uh, a group from South Africa, but with a ramification in the United Kingdom. And uh, I, 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 in 2021, I decided I have to do more because this is not enough. Publish and share things in Facebook, it's too, too, too small. People are too scared yet. I have to do more. And so, because I have a, a twin sister with journalists, and he said to me, I can't do this, those interviews to these people because my newspaper will be associated with that. So, well, if you, if you can do, I will do. I will the contacts. I will try to interview those people who are speaking against this with valid information, with, with many, many years in the many fields. And I will try to do something different. So I started, I, I, in between, 2021 and 2022, I did more than 80 interviews, one of them to Ed Luris. Well, I appreciate so much he had accepted my invitation without knowing me because I am, uh, nobody knows me. <laughs> I'm just a, a single person from a little country in Portugal, like Portugal. So I start this, I, I interview many, 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 many people, doctors, many people from United States, Dr. Ravi Rich, Dr. Martin Kulderf, Dr. Michael Levitz, uh, and, uh, Dr. David Bell, uh, many people who in science, uh, people who work in UWHO, uh, lawyers, journalists, uh, people with own vision, very fundamental. After all that, I have to contact. So I decided last year I have to do the next step. 
I have to do more a big thing because we are in 2022 and the pandemic seems to be continuous. So I decided to do the International Conference on Mental Health of the Pandemic Management. I have all my contacts. I I send invites. I'm a very persistent person. I am a little boring, I suppose. Uh, and I start to raise money by uh, crowdfunding. So I, I, I think that people simply know me and, tr and, and trust me. I didn't did I don't I didn't do all the thing the conference alone. I have to join to uh, association uh, a group of people with political connections but very very political connections so they helped me to bring um, portuguese doctors because portuguese doctors are very afraid to speak so that association helped me in that they bring doctors who in the, another way don't will talk and because of them they talked and when they talk the conference began more credible, more with many voices, uh, Portuguese from Brazil, Brazil, we have people from Brazil, Portugal, Portugal, United States, France, uh, United Kingdom, Israel. I have a person from Israel, it's, it's unbelievable, like looking for it's unbelievable what we, we could get. So, after that, it was a huge success, the conference, even high Western, all the things, uh, while the people appeared to helping me and all the things uh, uh, have happened. So this year, I decided to do the Converse part two about mental health and propaganda, because I think that is uh, a subject with, with many importance. Propaganda is a subject that many things isn't aware. So I do the second part of this with people too from United Kingdom, Dr. Piers Robbins, for example, from, from Portugal too, many people from Portugal uh, and uh, France too, and uh, many people uh, more, and Israel too. So this is my work with conference. Uh, besides that, uh, in the 2021, uh, uh, the first petitioner of a petition against the COVID vaccine of children and teenagers and young adults asked me, Marta, we, we get the signatures, but I need some someone who helped me defend this in the parliament. So the petition take too long, 18 months to go to the parliament and be discussed. But we we go, we went, even thinking that we we don't don't make any difference. But we go, uh, there is recorded, and uh, me, uh, the first petitioner, and the cardiologist go to the parliament, went to the parliament and speak against the COVID vaccine and said wherever we have to say it back then. And when the petition was discussed in the parliament, I start crying because. Even after all the what happened, our politics have such a uh, a level of ignorance, and uh, it's stunning. I don't know what 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 happened. Such uh, such uh, blindness about what is happening with our 
institutions with the lack of transparency, transparency of our institutions that's uh, overwhelming. So with that experience, I create another petition against, because back in uh, 2022, I think, yes, we start listening about the pandemic treaty. Yo, oh my God, what, what's come next? So I, I decided to act right away. A person who know me, Mark, we have to do something about that. So I start a new petition and I get the signatures to do a referendum against the entrance of Portugal or about the entrance of Portugal in this pandemic treaty. I get the signatures and last February, I was in the parliament uh, with a, a public figure, a psychologist, but he's an ex-politician and she he is a public figure called Joana Amaral Diaz. We both stay in the parliament and speak uh, why we object against this treaty and why a public discussion is needed. Needed Right now, I am expecting that the discussion between the political parties is scheduled. I'm still waiting. I don't know what's happened, but they, I think they are waiting more information. I don't know. And let's see what happened. Just tell me. It's, it's actually true. One person can make a lot of difference. But we, we have to know how to join other people join us. It's not easy because people are different. People have their opinions. People, some people want to do things but don't, don't, don't want to appear. Other people want to appear but don't, don't have the knowledge to speak. Other people speak, 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 but don't did don't, don't talk anything. So this there were sentences by uh, a lawyer from United States, a judge who uh, gets uh, Judith Gadenberg. I I think she said, "Fight for the things you care about, but do it in a way that lead to other people join you." And uh, sometimes that is the difference. Our, our capacity of uh, inspire other people to help us and to join us. I'm sorry, I maybe I talk too much, but that is no. My... This this is very interesting, <laughs> Dr. Gamero. And you're right. One person can't do it alone, but it takes one person with the vision and the courage to stand up, to speak out, and to lead, and to reach out to others, which is exactly what you did. You, you, were, not, you were not a professional journalist or interviewer or media person, but you had read a lot, you were knowledgeable, and you took the initiative to reach out and do interviews. I'm, that's the example that we really need around the world for individual citizens to see that they can make a difference by acting in the basis of their knowledge and their experience and by speaking out against things that aren't right as, as you have done. And Headley has done that in his field as well. So have I in medicine. In fact, that's been something I've been doing for probably the last 38 years of speaking against 
things that were wrong in medicine that were harming people. And we just have to do what's right and then seek others who are doing that. Hadley, your comments. Yeah, if, if I could just say that's a wonderful comment. We've discussed collaboration, global collaboration quite a lot on this show. Dr. Lee is uh, really strong on that topic. Um, and we're seeing uh, different people going off and doing different things. And there's no concerted strategy or understanding that this is a global initiative from the elites. And it is being uh, 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 the test bed of this is the is, is Bill Gates through the UK and using the former chief executive of the UK, uh, MHRA, to be the um, launch pad for all these new vaccines. So we need to get at that system. We know MHRA is, um, is rogue. It's a shell organization. It's just marching to the tune of the globalist. And we've had uh, Andrej uh, Klarik on here, who, uh, who, who is from Serbia, I believe. I'm not an expert on, on these different yes. European countries. He's doing phenomenal work. So I think we, we started to see people emerge. Dr. Mike Eden, you know, he's been doing this. We, what we, I think what we really need to do is have a global response to what is a global attack on, on the world. And it's people like yourself, Martin, what, what your enthusiasm, when you put other uh, people's knowledge together with it, I mean, I know a piece of it, Dr. Lee knows a piece of it, when you when people put their pieces together in one you know in one jigsaw, you start to make an impact. And at at the moment, I'm working on the point of care manufacture that the MHRA have introduced in the UK, which is dangerous. This is hospital pharmacies actually producing gene therapies with no quality system, with no manufacturing skills, and um, and uh, working with uh, Cheryl Granger who again, Dr. Lee knows, she um, trains in the, the Association of the British Pharmaceutical Industry Code of Practice, which has been totally ignored. You know, so I, I, I'm so glad that Dr. Lee is driving this collaboration because the US is the biggest market in the world for pharmaceuticals. They're the most expensive. And I think, you know, we need to get the weight of the American people behind this. So that's what I'd say, Dr. Lee. Well, I, I think you're absolutely right. And we are finding that the more that we bring in international collaboration through the whistleblower reports, it helps get the word out to the people. You know, there are, there are a number of organizations in the US that are collaborating with others overseas, but they tend to be big um, events where there are a lot of speakers and there's, there's one event, but it's not sustained action at the grassroots level. And that's what we're doing to make a difference is getting the action steps and tools and knowledge out more at the grassroots level to say to people, this is what you can do in your community. You can go to your school board. You can stop the masking of children. You can stop schools being a vaccination center. 
You can go to your city council um, like Dr. Marta did leading the effort to speak before parliament. Well, people need to do that in their county and state with city councils and county board of supervisors and state legislatures in the United States. So I think your example is a good one, Dr. Marta, that you can start with one person saying, this is what we need to do, and then reach out to other people to join you in the effort. Yes, I just I like, can I just add to that? Um, because we've also seen politically, we've seen uh, Christian Anderson in, in the European Parliament, we've seen Andrew Bridgen in the, in the EU Parliament, and I happened to have a, a phone conversation with him on the weekend, which I haven't told Dr. Lee about yet. So, um, and again, political coalition, the people who in Portugal, the people who really understand, that's what we should be all driving towards. So I just, before you, so go, go ahead, Dr. Marta. Uh, uh, no, I should say, I think the, the biggest damage that the first lockdown caused and all this some kind of panic cause in the population with our suddenly stenser different opinions is somehow uh, uh, the right thing to do. Since when censor different opinions? Principle from people with valid uh, work and valid knowledge, since when suppress that opinion is the right thing to do. I think this is the big damage that the the, uh, the COVID did, but don't didn't happen uh, for for sure for some kind of uh, uh, lonely event. This this was the uh, uh, thing that was constructed over the years, and they have this big big uh, big uh, big explosion in COVID, but. Um, the people we have to talk when we think that something is wrong we have to talk uh with so we can sleep well i can i can't i couldn't uh, sleep well knowing that uh, i remember back in 2020 i was in my bed and thinking my god they are lying to people they are really lying and that no, no, how, why? Why nobody say something against it? Because this is a lie, uh, sometimes uh, so obvious lie. And I didn't understand what happened. And the, the first mistake was the people who know different uh, keep, uh, keep, uh, keep the mouth shut up. I remember I, in August, September, many months after the first lockdown, we, we found a video, an interview of, um, he was the chief or the principal or the, I don't know, the, of the, di uh, the director of, Port the Portuguese director of Cochrane, Portugal Cochrane. And an interview that he, 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 he did a, a kind of class, he did uh, privately, saying everything. This is wrong. This this is make any problem. The PCR test will make much cases. He did. She. He said everything in August of 2020. He never, never, 
never said anything public besides that private class that we simply found out. And I asked, why? Because so, I, I understand in a way, I understand they, they, these people are careers, they are, um, they, they think that they could, they could, they can do better uh, inside. But we have to understand that in, in the in event like this, we first have to uh, give information to ordinary people. So the well, I think that's exactly I right. I don't know. No, that's exactly right. And we'll talk more about that in the second half because I want to come back to your point about the lies and the and you being used to generate fear and the way in which propaganda was deliberately used, which I know you have experience with from your conference on that. So we'll be right back after the break. This is Dr. Lee for America with the Whistleblower Report Inside Pharma with Hedley Reese from Wales and Dr. Marta Gamero from Portugal. We'll be right back. Check out our website, www.truthforhealth.org. And make sure that you sign up for our email newsletters and alerts and tune in to the whistleblower report at www.whistleblowerreports.org as well as on apple itunes iHeartRadio, rumble cloud hub twitter gab truth social and more we'll be right back after the break this message is from the truth for health foundation Hi, I'm Dr. Sam Sigloff, a family medicine physician and a major in the U.S. Army. The following are only my opinions. Service members are being coerced to participate in medical experimentation, with over 7,500 service members being discharged for refusing to participate, many of them losing their retirement and medical benefits. There are allegations that the DOD is committing medical fraud, violating the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, and violating constitutional rights of service members. Strong men and women stand ready to defend so that you can sleep peacefully through the night. Now we must stand watch over the military so they can sleep peacefully through the night. Please get involved to help protect the military. This message brought to you by the Truth For Health Foundation. For more information, please visit truthforhealth.org. That's truthforhealth.org. That's truthforhealth.org. Welcome back to the second half of the Whistleblower Report, Inside Pharma, here with our Inside Pharma expert, Hedley Reese, and Portuguese dentist, Dr. Marta da Silva Gamero, who has been a just a major political force in Portugal, organizing two international Congresses on pandemic management and on mental health and propaganda, as well as leading the petition in Portugal to stop the pandemic treaty, stop Portugal from agreeing to the World Health Organization tyrannical takeover of pandemic response for the world, and also has led many initiatives in interviewing experts around the world to talk about what the lies are that have caused fear for people and what is the truth. 
So in many ways, she's been one of the truth tellers in Portugal, and we're honored to have her on our team today with the whistleblower report. So Dr. Camaro, let's talk more about what the use of propaganda and lies have been. And that's been orchestrated globally. That's not just in Portugal. All countries were around the world. Every country that signed the 2005 International Health Regulatory Agreement that agreed for the World Health Organization to lead the global pandemic response in the event of a public health emergency of international concern, every one of those countries followed the same lies, followed the same narrative, followed the same lockdown, followed the same suppression of early treatment for COVID and pushed people into the vaccination with gene therapy agents lying to the to the public about the risk that were known more than 15 years before they rolled out. So what tell us a little bit about what the experts at your conference, your International Congress on Mental Health and Pandemic Propaganda, tell us a little bit about some of the highlights of that conference and what the points were that they were making. So um, I think that the, the biggest achievement that uh, I understand it's that all these things already, every, they always happening. Uh, because somehow many things that uh, since uh, Dr. Pierce Robinson, for example, uh, he defends that uh, the one thing that uh, is happening in the last 20, 30 years at, is that the big events that happen, that they call big event extraterritorial events, in the end, they are, they are used to get to other uh, political goals, to other things. So one thing happening, and somehow the event is distorted uh, to justify other things that uh, the elites, the, the political, uh, the, the, the big uh, uh, political organizations, uh, Europe, uh, NATO, OTAN, and all, all, all these things, wants to achieve. So I think that th these things always happening. So this time, somehow, the lie is too obvious for some people. For me, for example, I, I am to totally a political person. I don't have a kind of party. It was some, somehow weird for me calling you like Trump, you are a Trumpist. Or not okay, you. why are you calling me that? Because I am against lockdowns. I don't understand that. So um, it's uh, for me, for people like me, when we see that something is wrong with this. So it's a kind of wake up. We start look to the things in the newspaper and the, and the news and, and start seeing, the, uh, seeing this news differently. This, this is not the truth. It's what the truth that journalists want to know. For me, it's a little bit easy because I have a, a sister who is journalist. He is a PhD. Uh, he, she uh, was doing a PhD in these subjects about uh, the lack of criticism in journalists and how 
the bias of journalists could influence the news that um, it's trying to pass, how the ideology of a newspaper will uh, transform somehow the events and how the, the precarization of the profession like journalism will lead to the big corporations uh, in the end will decide what, what kind of news is uh, true or false. But this, for me, I already knew somehow of this, but once the COVID started, it's, uh, it turned to me quite obvious. So what this, uh, this uh, conference is trying to pass to people, how this propaganda is everywhere, is in the movies, is in the the people, the person who is choose to talk about some subject in the television, is the in the in the academy uh, in the academics because half of the we don't know that, but besides half of the budget in the in the academics is stateless by the state, another half is for private fundings in the measure of the, the studies. So uh, the people who finance the, the studies have influential, have some influential in the in the conclusion, in the what the, the study has to say. Uh, it's, it's, it's that the goal, the propaganda is everywhere. In, we now know after some uh, whistleblowers, uh, principal in the UK, that uh, the government used uh, behavioral, behavioral scientists to let people to uh, do the things the way they wanted. There are studies for everything. All this is already studied for many, many years, back to the 70s, I think, by the CIA, by the FBI. They, they all knew that. For never in the history of this kind of knowledge was put in the oh, so obvious use to make the people uh, do the thing that they think is right, do the thing, act like they wanted to much of these things is already used in China because the political system there uh, it's uh, allows that but in west we, we are a democracy we are uh, democratic countries you can do that we can do these things this is the, the kind of things that tutor, uh, dictatorial uh, countries do uh, but uh, it's that the problem, the propaganda, it's not so obvious, obvious. now it's obvious, it's everywhere. You have to identify it uh, unless we can stay paranoid. We, 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 in, the, in the other opposite, we start to stay, me too, somehow, some, somehow in uh, uh, that time, I, I, I start to stay paranoid. I, I see things in everywhere. It's difficult. It's difficult when we not, don't know what, where the theory begins and the theory ends. And when I did the conference, I wanted to know what is true or what is false, where the where the where the lie begins. And uh, it, it, we have, 
I have all the videos recorded in my in my channel on on DC. It's called Outras Evidencias. Outras Evidencias. You can see if you are interested. We have um, Dr. Pierre Jordan talking about um, propaganda, mainly in the um, uh, UK. But there are these things happening since the World War II or after that. So it's nothing new. But we well, you are right about that. And certainly uh, Goebbels in, in Nazi Germany was one of the leading mm -hmm. propagandists who talked openly about the use of propaganda. And one of the things that we understand is that the more that lies are stated over and over, the more people begin to believe the lie and the lie becomes truth because there is nothing standing against it I and that, person, is, that is what what is what we've been sorry. facing i had andrew lovethal he's one of the journalists or investigators who are uh, seeing the twitter files and uh, something new to me i didn't know that is the the i didn't have i asked her where about the kind of influence that uh, the how they say the military complex industrial complex the, the the kind of influence that this kind of complex has in that countries and in, in the world that was on the things that i didn't know and it, it turns out it's obvious the influence that uh, agencies like cia fbi have inside of social media, for example. And that's the kind of propaganda. And in the United States that happened, in Europe it's happened too, because uh, somehow uh, the, the Europe, the uh, European Union has its goals uh, and the people have to, have to act like they want so they can achieve that goals. It is very difficult in democratic countries. <laughs> so they use propaganda. They use the kind of propaganda that if you don't do that, you are bad people. That this is uh, the, the worst kind of propaganda, in my opinion, is the somehow the superior goods. If you don't, you have to do this for the superior goods because if you don't do, you will kill your granny. You will be a bad person, and. Um, I think that uh, be aware of that, be aware of the dangers of that truth, that superior good, be aware of that is the, the first step to fight uh, this kind of propaganda. Well, Hedley, I'm sure you're seeing that in the UK. Um, tell us what you've seen with BBC, for example, and, and other sources of propaganda in the UK. Yes, well, so many people don't um, don't watch BBC anymore, even Sky News, the other news channels. Um, they're all basically funded by big tech and big pharma. And you can't believe anything that, that you hear. What I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's a term in, in the US, but they call it nudging. Um, uh with the, the propaganda where you sort of nudge people so that by just repeating it the lies that they actually move in the way that you want them to move slowly but surely and 
you know, we saw that. And I think what they've been doing also is inventing bodies that are not, that have no legitimate power or, or authority, such as, you know, the, 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 um, the SAGE group in the UK, which was, um, uh, 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 it was saying a lot about the vaccines and what you know what could be done and what couldn't be done, but it, it's it you know that is just a body of of people collected together. But the authority over medicines and and uh, uh, medical devices is the MHRA in the UK. It's the FDA in the US, and we know you've got twenty uh, one CFR Title twenty one, uh, which is FDA's portion of the uh, Code for Federal Regulation, which are legally binding from the 1938 Food, Drug and Cosmetics Act. So that hasn't been repealed, but yet uh, in the US, they've ignored the uh, FDA Title 21 regulations. And I just do not know how that has, has, has happened. So what we're seeing is, uh, and there's, we talked before, there's this duplicate regulatory global body being set up by Bill Gates, which is called the International Coalition of Regulatory Medical uh, Affairs, who been the, set up by the WHO in 2012, and they've in, infiltrated all the um, regulatory bodies across the world by holding duplicate meetings. We know the executive director of the European Medicines Agency is the chair. <laughs> so if that's not a conflict of interest, what is. And in the US, we have the CDC again, which has got no legitimacy in terms of approving drugs. Historically, it's always been the FDA with delegated authority, known as a competent authority, with delegated authority to approve drugs because they are the only ones who have the data on the drugs. No one else gets that data. The CDC didn't get it. None of these committees got it. It's all contained in the common technical document the chemistry manufacturing controls, the safety, toxicology, and the clinical. And the only body that can approve drugs is the body that gets that information. As I say, that's FDA, European Medicines Agency, or MHRA, or in Brazil, it's Anvisa, all the different regulatory bodies across the world. And they've basically um, conned the world. They've duplicated everything, and they've set up a new duplicate health system that is working for the billions of dollars that they are pocketing with these mRNA experimental injections. No, that's really chilling how we have, you, you and Dr. Yeadon and others uh, have documented how regulatory capture, in other words, big pharma, big medicine, big government, big tech have just taken over control of our regulatory agencies. And of course, that's, that includes the Bill Gates Foundation and all of these um, ultra wealthy billionaires that are just taking over the regulatory authorities and making the rules they want implemented. It's, it's very chilling. And I think the public has no idea that's going on. That's part of our job on the whistleblower report is to keep shining light on this and get people to start holding officials in their state and across the country accountable. 
Yes, ab absolutely. And the good thing, I think, is that more and more people are speaking out. We're seeing on Twitter, you know, since Elon Musk has, has taken over, people are speaking the truth, honesty. And I think the truth always comes out, Dr. Lee. That's uh, that, that's one of the things that you take from uh, your faith or, or whatever. You can never live a life constantly lying and actually live a long life, I don't believe. And we're seeing people now who've been lying, been found lying, and are starting to be brought to book. What Robert Kennedy Jr. is doing, again, speaking out, we really are seeing voices now speaking loud and clear. We just have to keep, keep, you know, keep on with it until eventually the house of cards is going to fall. And I'm convinced it's once Fauci, once Rand Paul is knocking chunks out of Tony Fauci. And once Fauci falls, the House of Court cards comes down. Jeremy Farrar, uh, Sir Richard Sykes, all these people that we've spoken about on previous Inside Farmers with Jody Vedmore and other people. The UK, GlaxoSmithKline, the UK, it was the, GlaxoSmithKline was the largest pharmaceutical company in the world 10 years ago. Now it's, it's 10th in the world. It's just been going nowhere. And I think this whole part of this whole thing has been trying to make the UK a, a global force in pharmaceuticals and life sciences. And they've used evil methods to do it. And I think you're exactly right. And I think that's been happening in the US as well. And we are looking at the long-term agenda that began over a hundred years ago, moving towards depopulation based upon elites deciding that as, as just individual people saying, well, we think there's too many people on the planet. So we're going to devise a way to cause death and destruction and disability and end people's lives is why. And along the way, we're going to end their freedom. Well, I think, I think that is our answer is stand against tyranny. And we're seeing more and more people rising up across the world, rallying, standing against tyranny, coming together as citizens in action. I mean, look at the crowds in Croatia, look at the crowds in, in France and across Many areas of England, Dr. Eden said that just last weekend, this past Sunday, he got a message from one of his colleagues in, that the Canterbury City Council finally voted against the 15-minute city implementation and finally voted against installing a major 5G transmitter tower in the city. So little by little, Non-compliance, peaceful, civil disobedience, non-compliance. And Dr. Marta, that's what your conferences help to accomplish in Portugal, calling together international experts who then lead the people to speak out and say, no, no more tyranny, no more vaccine mandates, no vaccine passport no putting the World Health Organization in charge and making us live in tyranny. I think that's, that's absolutely the model that we need to use 
worldwide. Where can people find the videos of your international conferences and your interviews? Is it on odyssey.com? Yes, in, it's odyssey.com in channel called Outras Evidencias. I just want to say that there is, there is a, a Jewish philosopher, uh, Anna Arendt, who says, who said that in the in high bureaucratic systems, it becomes uh, a government of no, nobody. So WHO is a kind of government of nobody. So when there is, the, there is where the, the bureaucrats uh, uh, are the, the kings, the money, it's more easy to buy the loyalty and the service. So that is, that, and, and we, we used to not uh, be aware of that, be aware of the, some kind of, the, this kind of organization could be subverted by money or by big corporation, because what they are trying to do is doing lobby inside with money, try to buy uh, a way of acting uh, to to impose uh, some kind of ideology with money in a system where the bureaucrats are the kings. So we have to, this is my purpose. This is what I am doing, all the interviews and all the conference in that channel, Odyssey, Outras Evidences, is to be, to give information to people, to say, these organizations, this this kind of institution, they work like that. If you want to trust them, you you could trust them, but you have to know this. You have to know this. You have to know this. You have to know this, and you have to know that the the person who who, who said that the vaccine is very good is the same person who. Do, who is doing it? Who is the, fa the, the, the fabricant, the, the, the manufacturer? The people have to know this. And they only know if the people who know speak out. You're exactly right. And I think that is a powerful message to end today's whistleblower report. Headley, I want to thank you so much for all of your work on this front and all of your continued fight to speak out and for bringing us good fireball fight of freedom fighters and truth tellers from across the Atlantic, from other countries, particularly having Dr. Gamero join us. And she's welcome to be part of our whistleblower report team anytime. Dr. Gamero, we're so grateful to have you with us, have you leading the fight on that side of the Atlantic, and we will certainly promote your interviews and your conferences and make them available to people here and look forward to having you back for another program with us. Thank you both for being here and for all of you listeners across America and around the world. This is a good example. Stand up, speak out, and say no to tyranny. Sign up for our email alerts. Join our crusade. We were the voiceless and we are silent no more. 
If you've gotten the COVID shot, download our vaccine injury treatment guide and download our fact sheets and resources, medical and legal, on how to prepare to defend yourself against the tyranny that our governments are trying to impose on us. We'll be back again with another whistleblower report. This is Dr. Lee for America. God bless you all and stand strong. We are more than those trying to suppress us. Our combined voices will bring truth to everyone.